Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be crazy. It's supposed to. Um, by the time this episode comes out, it should have already hit, and we may know exactly what happened. But there's supposed to be a uh, Hurricane Hillary, Hurricane Crooked Hillary, supposed to hit, and yeah. it's a sweep up. Which you name, you only name something that when it's going to be deadly. By the way, like when it's going to be really deadly, you wouldn't, you wouldn't pick Hillary. It's not going to be a bust. It's not yeah. going to be a bust. So shot. I mean, if I lived in a place where crook, crooked Hurricane Hillary was going to come through, I'd be. I'd be scared. So thoughts and prayers out to you guys uh, that are down there. Hopefully everything uh, goes well. But yeah, kind of weird, kind of weird, kind of weird to have a hurricane in California. Yeah. A little weird. Uh, You know, some people are like, oh, it's like a monsoon. You know, it's like, no, no, it's not. This (laughs) is like hurricane level winds, which is like, ha ha, everyone in Florida is laughing. He he, California, like whatever. Yeah, no, I know. It's it's just weird that it's happening. Yeah. And then you have the uh it's it's got to be geoengineering right yeah 100 yeah. this is yeah <laughs> what Dude, is- the fact is like like yeah. okay the nazis in antarctica right they went mm-hmm. they went to uh they went to whatever antarctica and a lot of people are like oh that's where they learned like flying saucer tech i think zero whatever the the tech to make a flying saucer that can move the way it is like i'm just like that that's fine but there's no proof of that like there's no actual proof that that's what happened not saying it didn't but like you can't just go around saying that like uh, yeah. but one thing they definitely did down there was learn how to manipulate weather mm, yeah that's that's antarctica is like a wet it's just a weather place you know what mm. i mean like that's just where you, if you want to learn weather i mean it's like you know it's like the mit of weather you know and and you and you go down there and you and you learn how to manipulate weather so like it's like a practice compound First off, like, yeah. what if, what if the Nazis, and then the other guys were like in a weather competition this whole time? Yeah, it's just what if that's stopped. what this was all about? Fuck. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if that's what this was all about? Yeah, you know, like where it's just like, uh, you know, just high winds and and you know we we we've heard all the stories, but that's the untold part of the, you know, unfortunate thing that happened in the late 30s, early 40s. You know, like. Uh, Camps and stuff, you know. That's that's, a, that's all. That's just something to consider. But um, from the five to the six, we be in the mix with that rare candy paint job on the whip. I need food for the kids, money for the rent. Fuck a lockdown, baby. I can't do that shit. And I don't never vote, cause I'm fucking broke. And either way, I know the police ain't gonna leave me alone. On a plane by the visit, land rock me. Crypto told me I should bring the Glock with me. So I packed up my piece and I'm sliding. Cause we might get caught up in a riot. Middle finger Trump, middle finger Biden. Fuck a left, fuck a right, is you riding? Know you love to see it, dudes rocking. Ain't no politics, baby, we just talking. From the birds to the bricks, we be in the mix with that rare candy paint job on the whip who you with no that, that's crazy you know with maui and all that and then yeah we, we definitely didn't like just go that text dumb let's throw that away but it's it's a blackrock thing dude what if blackrock is just like i'm sure whitney webb would know this i'm sure a lot of people would know this i unfortunately don't know enough about blackrock to like know who's in charge of it but like if i find out that it's like some schwab ass like guy with like nazi ties i'm like oh great Mm-hmm. So they're they're burning down the burning down the country and then just like making you know like uh, I think Scott and our Scott I'm not from our Discord from the show but like in our Discord said uh, uh, that like you in Hawaii or something like there were certain places you couldn't develop on 
mm-hmm. unless there was a natural disaster. <laughs> yeah, so, no, it's like a yeah, it's like some gain of fiction lab rules or something, dude. It's just yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they just like they just like got like a big like magnifying glass reading the fine print, and he's like, I'll bring out the weather machine, I guess, if you want to. I... And the pearl clutching and monocle falling into the glass of people that are like, you couldn't possibly think that it's directed energy weapons, do you? It's like, well, yeah. I'd... I could think that, you know. What, by the way, what? How does that affect the bottom line? Even if I yeah. do think that, yeah. it's just like I, what I was talking about in the Substack episode. By the way, everybody go check out the Substack, uh, uh, rarecandy.substack.com. Um, you don't have to listen on Substack. There's gain of fiction, uh, all types of stuff on there. You get your own RSS link from the Substack post. Put it in your podcast player. Five bucks a month, but we give you an additional episode every month. You get two episodes mm-hmm. a week uh, from us in total. And uh, but, anyways, like we were saying. It's just like that George R. R. Martin story where I was I was talking about where it's just like, why do you want people to like, why do you want to just like quantify everything and be like, well, that hasn't been discovered yet. So that's irresponsible for you to say. It's like, I, I'm a construction worker. Yeah. I can say whatever I want. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and just like, I'm, I, I, I can say whatever I, I can, I can say that and go, I am, I am. Uh, that's a directed energy weapon. That's what I get. Like that, that, that's my privilege as a construction worker. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just, yeah. I don't know. I've had the uh, unfortunate privilege of coming across what Destiny has been up to for the last couple of days. Or the Omni Liberal, <laughs> the fucking whole thing. The whole, this whole thing is like actually our institutions are working fine, and it's just always going to be this way now, huh? Where people think you're, people think it's always going to be energy weapons from now on for everything for every new vaccine. It's like Chad. Yes, first of all, it's funny, mm-hmm. man. It's great, dude. It's like how do you do? normal people must see that and at least some they must realize okay this is a little cringe right or something because i mean it's like i don't know like i think there's that whole thing where like you know we're the crazy ones you're the you guys are the crazy ones right but then people subconsciously they're like no they're right you know (laughs) and they just not even right it's optics it's optics it's like being right but like at what cost yeah, by exactly. by losing all my friends. I mean, that the people that's been. I mean, in COVID, that was the case. Like all types mm-hmm. of stuff, that was the case. Where it's like, yeah, you're right, but it's like, do I want to be the guy that's right? It's the Howling Mutant, the the great Howling Mutant tweet, where it's you know, <laughs> yeah, they didn't invent the telescope, but is it really worth losing your job? Yeah, over? yeah. like it's, just, it's totally like it's exactly what that. Oh, you, you what, might have evidence to the contrary. One hundred percent, like that's exactly what, how libs go. Like they're like. Like, you know, especially in yeah. California, like there's always been that alternative thinking amongst like Californian people, like even if they, you know, get in line like good Democrats and like good, you know, regime trusters, uh, they always in the back of their mind, like at the bar will be like, yeah, man, something's weird about like, you mm-hmm. know, the way we do X, uh, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and all that. So, yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. I'm just like, I, I get it when people are like, can we just pray for the victims first, guys? Can we just not like, can we just I'm like, yeah, well, I OK, yeah, I I. Why does that like? Why are those mutually exclusive? That I'm not like praying for the victim of somebody affected by a directed energy weapon. That's the insidious thing is that when yeah. someone, whenever someone dies, for some reason we've determined that questioning questioning mm-hmm. the cause is somehow disrespectful to the, which is c- complete horseshit and the opposite of truth. Yeah, it means think, you care you know, more usually. <laughs> yeah, it's like like I. By the way, did you hear the whole yeah like the aluminum barium? Uh, it's like causing all these fires to be way, way more tinderbox like no, and shit. Please, where let it's me just know. like you know, you're just creating like a little. They're they they're they're like little fuses, basically. You know, like all those little particles everywhere just cause shit to ignite way quicker. 
and burn like you know they're little sparklers basically so it's just we're just blanketing the earth with this this highly flammable material that just acts as an accelerant and it's like you know if you're gonna do that right like if you're gonna do that as a as a nation to your people can you at least buy a don't just spray them bury them t-shirt at the rare candy merchandise store that's what i'm saying dude. It's like, like yeah. I'm, if we're gonna go we're down gonna from questions. heavy metals can you buy a shirt yeah. mm-hmm. oh you, oh what shirt are you asking oh that's the rare candy store uh, yeah. uh check it out it's uh the link will be in the description of this yeah. of whatever you're consuming this show on um but yeah i you, need one uh, of them i need to buy one one of them i have that's wonderful you have the wonderful. og one right yeah i do i do mm-hmm. yes it's great and um so it's got the embroidered logo, which oh, is cool. Um, yeah, it's cleverly above the nipple because mm-hmm. it's embroidered on the nipple. That's that's. I mean, you're doing BDSM with a yeah. shirt, mm-hmm. and don't um, go for a run in that shirt. No, yeah. Andy Bernard. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to do that. <laughs> We're gonna get you right back to the episode, but I just wanted to let you guys know of a few other things we offer at Rare Candy Industries. We have a Substack with free and paid subscription options. Free subscribers get access to all written content. That includes Bob's Red Pill. That's the best thing going on the internet right now. Trust me. Paid subscribers get full access to our premium episode feed. And that's just every episode we don't necessarily want to share with the general public, if you know what I'm saying. Again, that's rarecandy.substack.com. We also have merch. That link's a little long for me to say right now, but go to the description, go to our merch store, and find a shirt that's right for you. We have Rare Candy shirts, Dr. Bronner soap label shirts, Rishi mushroom shirts, all types of stuff there. Check it out. There's got to be something for you. And lastly, check us out on social media. On Instagram, we're Rare Candy Pod, but on Twitter, we're at Rare Candy Pod 1. All right, enough of that. Let's get you back into the episode. Um, yeah. But yeah, also just a couple things before we get to the mailbag today. We do have some very good questions. A um, couple things. Uh, one, when you see a bug in your house, what do you do? Um, my regular bug, not a, not a scary, not like a, like, you know, there's, there's, there's objective, like, oh mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Know, like bugs, like spiders bigger than a fucking, you know, yeah. uh, bigger than like the biggest coin that you have. Like there's, yeah. there's ones where it's like, okay, that, that one's got to go. Yeah, you know yeah. uh but like for the most part you're just like a regular like what do you do do you i let them cook yeah i well i that's what i would always normally do but now i'll mm-hmm. try and have my cat mm-hmm. uh get get it get its like attention so that uh so that she can hunt it down and then i'll just watch oh, her wow. hunt, hunt it basically which is pretty that's funny. pretty cool that's and the thing is it's pretty ethical because she usually doesn't get it you know mm-hmm. she usually doesn't doesn't mm-hmm. kill, kill the moth or whatever you know but it's um yeah so i like to watch that that's my yeah thing. yeah yeah because like there's you know like when it's like like a baby spider you ever oh, see somebody yeah. like yeah mm-hmm. it's like you know like my wife's good she used to freak out over like uh, over like spiders but now she's like uh, most of the time she's like oh spider you know which tell like, me just, tell me how you did that because i need <laughs> i need that if i can I don't know, I, I well the, the wasps out. as i said on the Substack episode the wasps oh, yeah. have become the greater evil so i think now the fucking yeah. spiders are just like pfft. Yeah. how can we put can the spiders be weaponized yeah to take out the wasp yeah would be wonderful and i've always been a big spider guy i love spiders so i i've i've absolutely spiders loved are them pretty cool had a you know, tarantula I, they're awesome insects, yeah they're and they're um they just got a cool vibe real spiritual vibe chill you know kind of zen d- 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 g- g- why why yeah. because i don't even think that but why, why do they have a spiritual vibe i don't know they're just like they're really good at sitting still for long stretches mm. of time being patient yeah. waiting you know go a long time between um, meals too yep mm-hmm. yeah they're in god, they're god gets fasting dude yeah they're god, doing god gets in. i mean you brothers karamazov right brothers karamazov mm-hmm. it's that guy who's like bro like you you got demons in you if you ate like in the last month you know yeah. like just that, that <laughs> yeah. kind of 
Father Farapont. Uh, yeah. yeah, just kind of. Yeah. Um, no, right. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to see it now for sure. Just wanted to get that, get that go. Because uh, all I think- insects, I'm so like one of my favorite things to do is just to Google image zoomed up, like any insect I see. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, what does that actually look like? You're, you're like, like an ant or like a fruit fly, even whatever. You're like, what, what is that? I know what that is. Everyone knows what it is, but what does it actually look like? Zoomed up, and they're man, they're, all insects are like straight up works of art. It's crazy. Oh, it's Can it's wonderful. Yeah. Um. There used to be a Facebook page, like a really cool bug Facebook page that I used yeah. to back in the Facebook days. I was awesome. I haven't found the Twitter equivalent. If anybody knows, hit me because I I would yeah. love to follow more bug content, not yeah. bug man content. That's what a lot of people follow already. Yeah. There's plenty of that. But um, no, I, I was thinking too, like there would if there is a site again, send it to me. But there would be a cool site to send if you had you know. There's that one where it's like you take a picture of a flower. And yeah. like he can tell you like what, like you upload it to the site or like put it yeah. on the site and it'll say like, that's this, you know, mm-hmm. need that for bugs. Yeah. It, yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. then like you on the flip side, go like Pixar mode to the bugs heads. They're probably like, we signed up for Elon Twitter and look what happens now. There's a whole bug database on yeah. us. Now they know yeah. what we are. Yeah. The look ones that happened. when we want them scared of us, they find out we're not shit. And then mm-hmm. when we're not shit and we're just trying to like find water, which that's always what I felt bad about with the spiders during the drought in California was always like, yeah. they just want my bathtub, dude. That's yeah. all they want. Yeah. That's all they want. They just, just want, want a little, water. just a little dip. Yeah. A little yeah, the creek water. over by my house is all dried up. It's like, that's where they're coming from. But yeah, um, for sure. and, yeah they, they just want that. But like for the most part, they'll be like, well, with this bug database, they're going to find out I'm not shit or they're yeah. going to, you know, or they're going to mistaken me for one that is shit is like crazy. And then mm. I'll, and then they're going to kill me kind of a false flag killing almost mm. uh yeah wonder wonder yeah. if that's the case so um yeah last thing last order of business i want to talk about is uh that pink floyd song that the that the uh people created through people's brain waves yeah um you may be asking what the hell is that uh pink floyd song recreated i want i i want to see yeah brain signals weird that it's pink floyd that they did that. No, I just it seemed they're they're always like the 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 guy who gets really into like human experiments. Their band's favorite band's always Pink Floyd. I feel, like. <laughs> and it's not, that's not an indictment of Pink Floyd. I'm just saying like they always seem to be. It's never like the band or the. It's never uh, like your rest in peace, Robbie Robertson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, love it's Robbie it. Robertson. Yeah, mm-hmm. just 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 a, a, a delight man robbie yeah. robertson scored so many scorsese movies that people don't like even know about like he was he lived in like when scorsese was like hardcore coke days he lived with robbie robertson they just had like a coke yeah. apartment and he scored like yeah. raging bull and all these like amazing movies yeah. and then you know the, of course the cancellation of of or they attempted like every three year slow slow news day at jezebel uh uh thing where they pretend that the night they tore old dixie down is actually like making slavery come back <laughs> the, the song because yeah. he wrote that's like his song he like wrote that he's, I mean, he's a brilliant songwriter but he yeah. he wrote that one and it's like dude he's first off he's canadian yeah. so he's just like he's just like looking at that from afar he's just like oh that's yeah. just an event that happened yeah. you know like he's just he, so that's that's weird and then second off song slaps yeah it's a great song um yeah. amazing song and then also nobody tries to cancel Joan Baez for her cover, which is also great, but she's a libtard. So like, it doesn't, I mean, like go to Joan Baez's Instagram, by the way, it, it <laughs> looks like she's running for democratic Senator. <laughs> it's insane. There are all these like super curated political pictures. 
where she's like she's like she's like i like it's it's always just like we it's like she's always i don't know what it is like all the weird like dave mcgowan ass shit i see everywhere on the internet about like this artist is a psyop it's like there's maybe the joan Baez one is just so in plain sight that nobody even does the dissertation of joan Baez being an absolute psyop but yeah actually i'm a fan too i actually think i think she's great but the uh yeah anyways recipes robbie robertson pink floyd song double r Um, (laughs) yeah double r double r rough riders yeah um and uh oh we found out what song it is by the way but according to the smith smithsonian magazine uh participants with electrodes on their on their brains listen to another brick in the wall part one from the rock band's 1979 album the wall researchers then use the computer model to convert the electrode signals into audio the recreated bars sounded garbled and hazy a distorted echo of the original track but the unmistakable elements of the song's rhythm melody and harmony shine through it's a, it, mm-hmm. quote it's a technical tour de force <laughs> said robert zatoria neuroscientist at mcgill university neuroscientists at mcgill university be like it's a technical tour de force by the way that's that's what they that's what they'd be yeah. like uh because what god what a yeah. loser to say something like that um yeah whatever i don't i all i'm saying is we've talked about this on our paranormal summit episode um the spoken word is the kind of the bastardization of the great thought right i mean we just we, any spoken word seems like a primitive way for us to communicate like any like high level like crazy alt you know advanced society that you read about like a lot of them did a lot of nonverbal communication telepathic tapped into their psychic energy did all these kind of things yeah and right now we're at the least spiritual time of of humanity in my opinion um just based off of what i've read and people don't believe that they're psychic people don't believe they can do things with their brains yeah. They think they need help with everything. Like they, they half these people can't even read a fucking book right now. And they think we, they, they think they can't, right. They give up right away. There's just no yeah. willpower because we have tech to assist you in everything. Um, like I remember thinking Mavis beacon was like crazy, but it's like, even that people would be like, I need help with Mavis beacon. Now is how people <laughs> would be like, they'd be like, I need a, like a, I need like a hack for Mavis beacon. So the ship doesn't sink that when I'm yeah. typing uh, 67 words per minute, uh, the submarine doesn't capsize. Uh, but we're at that, we're at that point where humans just don't think that they can do crazy spiritual, I I guess, I don't even know what to say, like events that would, that would show the, the capability of the human mind. But I believe high level tech companies, high level people that are tapped into technology. Uh, I believe a lot of them know that you can't, that humans Mm -hmm. can't. But what they're doing right now is replicating it with things that are probably more unhealthy, in my opinion. You know, like we've talked about how like probably Bluetooth technology is probably some weird like alien cosmic like thing that was recreated by tech companies mm-hmm. with carcinogenic qualities. <laughs> you know, like like because because we've bypassed certain elements of it, or or we're not evolved enough to have that stuff. Um, regardless, so what these tech companies do is they just basically bottle up God's gift and sell it back to you, essentially. Yeah, or like a pale imitation of it. You know, I, I I still don't think this is 
you, you know, right. the, no, no, the, of course, of course, it's yeah. never, the, it's never, it's never the same. Yeah, it, yeah. But, yeah. Which is, I know but, that's what you meant. Yeah. But we don't yeah. have. But the thing is, what yeah. are we comparing it to? Most of society doesn't think like this is an innovation. There's no. It sounded. They said it. It's like it sounds like shit. They basically say it in the article. Like, it doesn't, sound, <laughs> yeah. doesn't sound good. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, it's Pink Floyd's most Reddit song. Not bad. I like the song. Love the album. Yeah, you called that. Album. You, we were talking today. You called. You that said earlier. it because yeah. I I had seen just a thumbnail of the article, and you're like, "What song did they do?" I was like, "The most red, probably their most Reddit song." Yeah. Because that's how these things work. They these are like Reddit tours that do the the yeah. these experiments. So I was like, "It's going to be their most Reddit song." It's a great song. Reddit doesn't always mean bad. It's just it's yeah it's yeah they I, capture I, that, the, the british kids chorus is my question that album doesn't you know? have a skip on it it's beautiful so like I, that, that, there will never i'll never roger, ever it's roger waters tour de force is it uh, is what it, it is yeah what's crazy about the um like you look at like ingo swan how put off the stanford sri research like the early rem- remote viewing um and not just they were doing all sorts of shit they were doing all like not just remote viewing but they would like lock him in like a a Faraday cage room, you know, deep underground with zero possibility for an, even an electrical signal to go in and out. So this psychic stuff works irregardless or regardless of, uh, yeah, sorry. I've said that fucking word. I said the bad word. Do you think yeah, I'm sitting here with a red pen highlighting your graph? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know not, someone's yeah. going to say something. Yeah, something. somebody will. Yeah. We're getting in the, the asterisk, like correct your grammar audience yeah, range exactly. right now. We are. Yeah. YouTube is YouTube is brutal. They don't yeah. they don't let you get away with anything. It's the nope. big leagues, dude. That's yeah, like when you is. see a that's like when you see a slurve for the first time in the major <laughs> leagues or a, or yeah, a sinking cool. fastball. You're yeah. like, I haven't seen this type of criticism. Yeah, I'm yeah, just gonna but, take this strike out. Yeah. But mm-hmm. no, but they're um yeah, so there's something whatever our psychic abilities are are completely independent of uh what even what people are like, oh, it's like an electrical transmitter and receiver. It's like, yeah probably but we don't even understand what that you know it, it's right it's respective of that um yeah so i thought that that's interesting so even this whole like this whole reddit thing is just not it's something else you know it's just it's just detecting it's just recreating your your brain i, I assume it's just recreating what, what your brain is tracking along to the song as it goes you know and just kind of recreating that as is the idea to have a implanted bluetooth perhaps a chip um yeah that you don't have to load any music on yeah it's like the next but you but yeah. you just think the song and it plays and that's when steve jobs come back when that comes back from the dead he's like surprise that's my final act dude he's boom. what you think yeah. about it. like some kind of Neuralink, like uh, mp3 mm-hmm. still you two doing the commercial you know yep yeah, Bono's only... like 37 in his brain. He's so cool, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just... playing. I, don't, I don't think that's yeah. how Bono sounds, but I... yeah, it's close. Yeah. Enough. yeah, yeah. He turned into like such a Sobe guy, like a Sobe ass dude, like in like, yeah. the early 2000s, like out of nowhere, just like he's just like Sobe in the desert, man. Those uh, weird yeah. jeans, those Sobe jeans. Yeah, the fucking yeah, 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 exactly. By the way, shout shout out to Sobe Bryant. There. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to everyone that yeah that remote viewed uh, preseason games tomorrow first first yeah games. if you guys want to get in if you guys want to get in it's a beautiful mm-hmm. channel um, that you guys censor the results to not alter to not uh, uh, screw with the experiment well I guess we'll find out if it screws with the experiment or not but yeah. uh, um, the uh, if you want the Discord hit us up you know what I mean uh, you can mm-hmm. email rare the best way to do it I don't keep my DMs open to everybody just because that's not a good idea um, so if you want to go to Rare Candy Industries at gmail.com that is the official contact 
whatever yeah. I, i'll see it on there so you'll, you'll get an invite we we're down to have the discord in there there was like one lame guy and he doesn't yeah whatever he's not in there anymore but um <laughs> anyways uh so shall we get to some questions we got some great we got some great questions today um i'm very excited uh yes yes let's 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 do that and uh the first one it's going to be from former guests of the show i don't think she minds me saying this but it's geo oh shit um geo truth about cancer we're going to do another one we're absolutely going to do another one um and she she said this and i, I i'm glad somebody asked this i think we've we've only spoke about it in passing a little bit but um she said, how do you factor your concept of Judeo-Christian, I guess this is more for me, but Judeo-Christian God into the manifestation and vibrational quantum jumping? I could, I could help with that one. Patrick. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I guess for me, I, I'll rephrase that. It's like just tapping into the paranormal, doing all these things, but with a background of just like believing in God, you know, and just, just stuff like yeah. that. Um, for one, it's gotten stronger, the belief in God. Um, but it's, it's gotten stronger. It's It's almost like, it's almost like I'm like at a court hearing for does God exist? And then I found a whole new part in the, the trial of evidence that was never before seen that proves the existence of God, hmm. right? This spiritual journey we're on and stuff like that. And then I think that I'm mean, because at the end of the day, like think about it, right? Manifesting. We talk about manifesting a lot. So a lot of people that seem demonic, but it's like my, my mother-in-law would just brought this up the other day. She said like, there's, the part of the Bible just says like you can move a mountain with a mustard seed. You know what I mean? Like, like just you can do mustard seed, yeah. Faith uh-huh. mustard seed, which yeah. like yeah, obviously it's you know it's it, it's not meant to be taken literally. Maybe you could, I don't know. But the the i the idea is we have we have had this power for a long time, and I think the fact is is we've been taught not only is religion bad, but also like all the all the stuff that God tells you you're allowed to do is like bad too. Cause we don't have Neil deGrasse Tyson to tell you that that's also true. Um, and I think that it's been, um, it, it's, it's like I said, it's, I don't, I definitely don't, I definitely don't value like the politicized religion. I don't know that I ever have like the actual, like we're starting an army of Christian warriors and stuff like that's not me. It's just never going to be me. Um, I don't, I don't believe in that. I think people have to come to it naturally. I don't believe in like crusade style uh, stuff. And I am definitely more new agey about it. And I don't think it's bad. Um, I have a really good, I think one thing I have is really good uh, awareness and a really, really hypersensitive conscience. Like if I know I've done something wrong, like I really, it really eats at me. Like, um, and I don't feel it at all. Right. Like I know there's none of that's happening. Like there's none, none of those senses are, are tingling when we, when we explore into this, into this stuff. And that to me, you know, my, my rule is like, follow all synchronicities, like synchronicities are good because synchronicities. Okay. What does that word, word mean in the Bible? It's a sign from God. Yeah. That's all synchronicities are. It's just a thing. It's like, okay, you've, you've got here, you've gotten to this, this point. Right. And like, just keep following that train. Now, if you're noticing nothing's going right in a while, it's because you probably haven't followed the synchronicities, right? Or you've denied them or just ch- chalk them up to chance and you've just picked wrong a few times. But when yep. you keep following them, even if it's not an immediate win, right? And and maybe ch- alter your definition of winning too, by the way. But even if it's not a win, it's like, just keep going. These are signs, right? And I think these are just more like palatable terms for everybody. Yeah. Which it's not like a happy holidays thing. Cause that's always retarded. Like the libtard happy, happy holidays type of thing. It's not like what I'm doing to it. 
I just mean it's it's easier to convey that to people who maybe just have never had a religious day in their life. You know what I mean? Mm. So mm. I, I personally, to me, it's, it's the, the religion aspect probably hasn't like gotten stronger, but it's just the idea. I feel way closer to God. Yeah. Yeah. Please. I, that's all I had to say, but yeah, well, I've just been reading. It's all the old school, like the new thought leaders mm. of like the old school guys of like the, you know, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, all the middle of last century. Um, and all their PDF, you know, like guys like uh, the, like Neville Goddard or Joseph Murphy, you know, or those guys all about, um, like Neville Goddard. I highly recommend. I finally, I knew about it for a while, but I finally read it. It's short PDF, short book, like 40 pages called feeling is the secret. And he's one of my favorite teachers. He's got a pretty active community, people that like follow his work and stuff. He's very clear. Um, they're all Bible, but they're all quoting that shit. And it's Mm -hmm. like. And I'm not really that guy. I, I kind of no. vibe with that. So I was just like, just like, oh, whatever, you know. But then reading this now, like, it coming at it from the other angle for me, because I always grew up like with the new agey shit, you know. And then he'll just he'll just have like two pages of, of bars, and then he'll drop like a Bible quote, and I'll be like, oh, damn, like I get it now. So I'm coming at it from like the other direction, and it's yeah. you know these, yeah, and about my whole thing with like Christianity. I don't know, man. I like. You just sorry, like not trying to heart, cramp in anyone's style, but if you're Christian, if you're Christian, just don't be a square. Like, what? Yeah. Why are you? Why are you the way you are? You know, like it's like. Why are you as a Christian being a square? Yeah, and why? <laughs> exactly, and why? Like G- Jesus said, you're supposed to use your superpowers. Basically, you're yeah. supposed to be like me. You're supposed to do crazier shit than even I do. And I turn water into wine and I do. That's yeah, like you're picking I, tomatoes out of a deli sandwich right now. You, yeah. You didn't, want, you didn't want these. So I'm saying you it's know? like the shit is like the the real deal is like psychedelic and trippy as fuck. Like don't, you know, but most people, they, they, they choose Christianity, especially like return or traditional types, not because they want the truth because they want like some veneer of like, they want rules. Yeah. They want rules. They come from leftism. They, they will come from yeah. leftism, which has yeah. rules. They mm-hmm. they go to this other thing that's like based. Yeah, Christianity is based, and they want they want they're like the first thing they go to is here's rules I can weaponize, and then and then there's an enemy. Yeah, so you have which is the, your former thing usually yeah. the thing you you ran from, and then you have the, the the rules that you can then weaponize on on them. Yeah, and then and then it's just you're just ping ponging back between ideologies and then using them as weapons. Yeah, which is like that's cool, but you, that does nothing for you. That actually probably ages you faster. That makes you more jaded. That yeah. makes you that probably closes off all spiritual doors. Like I'm pretty sure I wouldn't like I don't know that anything that leads you into like trying to win Twitter debates about Catholicism. <laughs> if you're if that's what if if that's what your spiritual journey, like you should probably like just just. Go to the NASCAR yeah. pit stop. Look under the hood. Let's see what's going on. You know, yeah. that's 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 all it is. Because we we're all tempted. This is 2023. We're all tempted to ro- go that route. Yeah. And I would just I would just look otherwise. And and like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, there's there's just way too much. Like, I'm sorry. You're reading t- and I understand not everyone's a Bible literalist, but like, yeah, you're reading things of guys talking to bushes and yeah. stuff like <laughs> yeah. burning bushes getting signs 10 mm-hmm. commandments like this shit is that, that shit's paranormal as hell yeah if exactly. i if you didn't know anything about if you were dropped here and didn't know anything about it you were just a stock like nba 2k my player guy yeah didn't know anything didn't have any skills yet or anything had no context of what, how the world works and i explained to you some certain biblical stories they'd be like what yeah 
Yeah. That's crazy. But then like, it's like, wait, you think so? So now you don't think that can happen anymore? Yeah. Yeah. That's that. I just, I, I feel like, like, it'd be weird for me to think like someone, oh, you, you can't. And I, and I know people that believe both, but like, it'd be weird for somebody to be like, I can't bend a spoon. You can't bend a spoon. But I also yeah. had the, in the past, there were these people that were, you know, parting the Red Sea and like doing all, yeah. you know, there all these things were happening. Yeah. Not people, but that was God, but still, uh-huh. right. Like, just, yeah, just yeah. like that, all these things were happening. And then like, that doesn't happen anymore. It's like that, that to me is just incoherent. Like you need yeah. to reevaluate the way you think about things. Yeah. Ironically, the, the cliche new age, actually, I follow the teachings of literal Jesus Christ, bro, is actually mm. on point. It is, that's the funny thing. You know, the guy that's like, he's a bad, he's a, I'm he's not really a Christian, man. but I follow Jesus. It's like that, that guy's cool. He's, he knows what's up. Cause that's the whole, you I know, mean, I, I, I would argue that he is a Christian. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, that, you know? that's yeah. literally what that is. <laughs> Yeah, quite, quite. I mean, you know, that's that's like that's like collecting rainwater rather than running the faucet. Like you're just getting straight yeah. from the source. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. but yeah. All right, perfect. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. good Next question. one is from our friend from Down Under. Shout out Jock, unpopular pod. Um, great show. I've done a series on his show. Um, it's unpopular pod. He he talks a lot about reality TV, but he's he's able to weave his hot takes within. It's kind of you know how we do gain a fiction and stuff like we're talking about a book, but it's like we're 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 talking about a bunch of other things. And he he's able to really he's a great broadcaster, but he's able to weave in like talking about Real Housewives, and then he'll just all of a sudden drop like Kim Iverson bars on there. Like it's it's excellent, excellent show. Yeah. I've, I we need to get him on. We need to get him on. But I'm just trying to think of like what like I want to find some good source material to talk about with him. He's he's really good. So uh, yeah. here's his question. I believe it's about vaping. Andy, it's your favorite Australian. (laughs) I want to get your take on vaping because I don't vape and I don't smoke, but sometimes I'm tempted to vape because it looks really fun and it has all these different flavors. And I kind of think, man, if I could just vape, then I wouldn't eat chocolate and I wouldn't eat other junk food because I could just like kill the craving with the vape. But then you see all these studies about how bad vaping is and it destroys your lungs and it's causing people all these kinds of issues. But then I think, well, did the tobacco industry just flood the market with like, vape anti-vaping you know studies and and news and it's just all fake and funded by big tobacco so what's the tea on vaping what is your definitive vape take thanks guys so i'm old enough to remember when covid was vape lung yeah remember that the vitamin e acetate or whatever the fucking yeah man yeah Yeah, Uh i'm old enough to remember that i i don't know i'm I, I I don't I never did I never got into cigarettes I never got into vaping like the e-cigarette I know that's a whole different thing I used to vape like weed um, that just never felt right yeah it never felt right it felt convenient but it didn't feel right. it felt decadent but also just it would make me tired all the time and I'm like I'm pretty sure I'm burning like pl- hockey like NHL plexiglass into my fucking <laughs> lungs you yeah. know like while while inhaling this nectar of <laughs> with butane in it or something like i was like uh, i when the, this yeah. whole thing it's like it's this new revolutionary thing to like save your lungs i'm like no it's not i just yeah. i i don't i don't i'm not a, i'm not a vape guy i don't know about you well i yeah I've, I've i've tried to smoke one cigarette in my life and then i hit a vape once in my life and i my my lungs can just not handle yeah. tobacco smoke i first cigarette i tried i was like holy shit this is just not because i was already blown tons of weed at that point i'm like man, this is just not good. I just not for me. I cannot do this. And then later my buddy, like years, years, years later, my buddy had a tobacco vape and I was like, Oh yeah, I remember that cigarette I smoked. I wonder if tobacco vape is 
is way is like easier on the lungs you know and blah blah and i was like okay can i try and hit that he's like yeah sure and i just created into like immediate like 15 minute coughing attack i'm like oh, this shit is strong man i don't know how people take this into their lungs without flinching at all and this comes from someone that could just blow bales of weed all day and like not not trip you know like back in the day and um so yeah for me it was just never for me um as far as the vape thing i don't know it's yeah it does feel i mean if i had gone to the head i'd be vaping instead of smoking cigarettes for sure if i did if i had to do like a pack a day equivalent you know i don't want to be mm-hmm. smoking pack a day cigarettes yeah definitely no i yeah. we're we're I, I know to a lot but shout out to my friend amanda milius i know she's very militant about it but i just it's not it it's I mean, I'm I have no judgments. Yeah. No, like, no, you can. I, I'm not a weird. I, I think it's yeah. live and let live. And I think the weird I, Michael Crichton explained secondhand smoke pretty well. I'm, I'm Michael yeah. Crichton on, on on the issue in the sense that we shouldn't create stupid ass laws because people don't like the smell of something, you know. So I, I just that's that's my that's my thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, next up, uh, this is from Kelby. Uh, bottom of the map, Texas. Kelby had some Kel- excellent remote viewing today too although i knew he'd be good at it too kelby is a very spiritual psychic man i mean and and him and i uh the next gain of fiction again if you're not on our substack feed oh my god i don't know what to tell you but uh we have almost a three-hour brady stanellis rules of attraction episode coming out uh soon where we we just go all over the place with it and it's 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 quite good it's 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 really good and um he he was he he's definitely gone through some health things recently and had a kind of a you know a lot of a lot of things happened in his life that were pretty you know chaotic and stuff and i think uh he's really spiritually seems like he's in a really good place right now so that's really good but here's his here's his question hey you know i love the spiritual direction the show is taking and everything what i want to know is when's the rare candy tarot deck dropping and what's that shit gonna look like like, if, what would a rare candy tarot deck look like? So I think yeah. I, for, first off, first off, the great thing about the agitator podcast is they always come up with a way to make money yeah. always and always come up with like a, like a, a tangible object or like yeah. a venture that you can go on and just be like, Hey, that'd be cool if you guys just did this. And I'm like, first off, I don't know what I, I wish I knew more about tarot. Uh, the only, the only thing I've ever heard about was when we had Brad Kelly on and he well, look, talked just about tarot. Google, just Google tarot deck cards right now and, mm-hmm. and just see which ones we could rare candify. Yeah. We would need a Mac Dre for sure. It's like a Mac Dre tarot. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think what, what characters there's 78 cards. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Hanged man looks pretty sick. Um, yeah, that 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 could be something. But like, yeah, I would uh, definitely. I would I would take like it would almost be like our Sergeant Pepper. I would really love for somebody to talk. All the people yeah. that we bring up make a Sergeant Pepper's type like thing of us. We talk about uh, it all the time. Uh, are, like you know yeah. Michael Crichton, Mac Dre, like all these people that we bring up all the time. Like it would be really cool to have like our own Sergeant Peppers. It would be fun to like terrorize that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, too, you know what I mean? And make like a tarot tarot card deck out of that and then like sell it. Yeah. Um, you know, we wouldn't be responsible for whatever you summon or conjure, but you know, like that's uh mm-hmm. and I, I just for for agitator, I just did this uh amazing audiobook and I would have done the full thing if we didn't have our own fiction venture that we were doing but i would have i I really wish i would have sat down with the you know a copy of it because it was such a wonderful book but it was uh by tim powers who's a oddly enough has a lot of tie-ins with philip k dick they were like friends um and i didn't know this until i was 
we're we're getting ready to do this Philip K. Dick uh, kind of super coverage of him pretty soon. But he, uh, um, Tim Powers is called Last Call. Uh, awesome book. It was like I think it's like a thousand pages of the book, but it was like a twenty hour audiobook. I for the last like two months I'd just been piecing away at it on runs and walks and stuff like that. And uh, really, really good. And it's about like this guy or it's about like every Easter, not every Easter, but like a chosen Easter. There's a new king and a queen, but it's of like the card deck and it takes place in Vegas in like mob ruled Vegas. And Bugsy Siegel was originally the king of everything. You know what I mean? The old mobster. But then now it's all about like it's this real world scenario where like it's like this fantasy, but like a mob mobster fantasy, like organized crime fantasy thing where like. It's just it's just nuts. Like guys are doing like they play like poker games with like tarot card decks and stuff and try to like buy like if you buy they play this game where you can buy somebody's hand off of them, but then you're like buying their life and shit. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy book. Um so but but nonetheless, I would love to uh to do something like that. But uh, check out yeah. our merch store, guys. We have some good merch merch stuff. It's it's uh we need we need you guys uh over there. We have I, I, our stuff is pretty quality. Um but yeah, I I definitely would would love to talk about like you know aaron Rodgers, all the people we talk about you know a lot it would be fun to like tarot those people yeah. you know that, that would be sick um okay so next up let's see where do we want to go with this uh oh this is a this is a would you rather kind of uh, yeah. uh, uh one so this is uh let's see hey guys adam lanza here big fan of the pod uh my question is who would you rather be stuck on a 12-hour road trip? Only thing on the radio is NPR. Rob Reiner or Stephen King? And suicide is not an option. Cheers. I think we we both know the answer to this. And it's uh, Stephen King. Oh, it's SK yeah. all day. Hands AK's down. Ask, AK's yeah. and SK's, dude. Keep the sneak yeah. all day. We'd, want, like, we'd I, want more hours. We'd be like, damn, is it, are we there yet? Are we first already off, there? I would, you would have to say, oh, Stephen King, that suicide is not an option if I'm with yeah. him in the car. Because I would yeah. be like a weird, I would be one of his, like, I would be like misery with Stephen King. Yeah. Like, what, like the, I would I would be his biggest fan ever, but his like political adversary. Yeah. Like, I would just be like, dude, Steve, I have a running thing where I like pretend I'm Stephen King's friend that tries to guide him in the right direction in his <laughs> yeah. mentions on Twitter. I really enjoy doing that with him on, yeah. on Twitter. He, he's, <laughs> he's such like an Olympic Twitter user. So it's like, it's a, such yeah. a high stakes thing for him. So I really like, like, I'll just go, hey, Steve, I'm not, Steve, I'm not really sure about this one. You know, like, I'll, I just love to say stuff like that. And I always call him Steve too, which, because I feel yeah. like nobody ever calls him Steve King. Yeah. But um, he, uh, I really like uh I really like what uh I Rob Reiner sucks. Like, <laughs> like I really fun. I love Spinal Tap, don't get me wrong, but I can't talk about Spinal Tap for twelve hours. I can talk about Spinal Tap for two hours if anybody ever wants to have me on for that. But um I love Spinal Tap. It's a, a brilliant movie. Yeah. Harry Met Sally. I mean, you know, those movies are cool, I I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I but I like Stephen King, do you got pet I, I spent my whole sixth and seventh grade years reading Stephen King, man. Like I I my um you ever remember those reading logs for for school like the like book logs but like in middle school like we had you could like do whatever you wanted but you had to like log it down and my mom just had this all these stephen king books my mom was like you can read those if you want i was like cool and i just read like pet cemetery carrie you know all the all the all the hits yeah and um we're going to cover the dead zone for gain of fiction. Cause that's like a psychic kind of like psychic novel and stuff which could be fun um but i like for me i first off him and I would become friends after that. I would be his problematic friend. 
Yeah. Um, I think, I think, you know, um, I think we would become friends personally. So yeah, yeah without question. Maybe Rob Reiner in South Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew I there was something I was missing. Yeah. The, the, the smoking. This was one of the best, uh, um, yeah. one of the best episodes. I thought like that <laughs> season of South Park. He's just eating the like, dozens of burgers. <laughs> <and shit. laughs> He's just like that's a crying, like, that's crying pill right there for sure. I, dude. Dude. <laughs> well, they're both like kind of libertarian, like it's definitely yeah. like libertarian, you know, uh, style. Oh, uh, man. That was, yeah, that was, that was peak was, South Park celebrity bashing. The truth.org yeah. episode that was so good, man. That was the best season, still <laughs> yeah. the best season of South Park ever was that year with the metrosexual, queer eye, crab oh, people, yeah. and all that stuff. I, I believe that was the same season as the uh rob reiner <laughs> south park one so um yeah it's it's stephen king no yeah. question um yeah. all right uh next one i think this one's about rap music people yeah. people like when we talk rap i mean it's funny because i don't think we have the same take as our listeners at all like from what i hear like they're uh, but psh, here we go rick candy fam this is caffeine Bashes. Oh, there Sorry, you go. I forgot my Twitter name. <laughs> um, my question is for the both of you with the degeneracy that rap music seems to be in. I feel like the last two real lyricists that we saw, and correct, I'm probably wrong on this, was J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Do we see a major shift? in music heading towards the poppy country more conservative real artistic style of music or is this the future of rap in the uzis and the weird gonna computerize voice mm. stuff um love to hear your thoughts it's a great question. I think. Yeah, it I think it's a great. I think it's a wonderful question. I'll kick it to you first because I have a pretty long-winded answer to it. Yeah, I mean, I feel. I mean, I know I'm a broken record, but I think one thing about growing up, growing up on Bay Area music, um, you learn not only is there good quote unquote alternative hip hop like the hieroglyphics and you know and uh, mm -hmm. yeah boots, you know Riley, shit, like all that, you know, the whole. Um, you could eat rather farm to table if you're a Bay Area rap fan. Yeah. Like you could, you could pretty much live off the land. But they're the all great. they're all cool with the E40s and the jackets right. and stuff. It, it's mm -hmm. just a total. It's not like one of those weird divided things. And you know, if you listen to Mac Dre, is like an incredible lyricist, but people don't put him into the lyricist category because no, he's right rapping about like like pimping hoes and shit. You know, and, and he's funny. He has fun and with he's it. Funny, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, I feel. Um, it's kind of like a, a thing with with uh, where everything whenever when everyone got into the South and I've been really into the old like the old South crunk shit lately the last couple couple weeks of mine getting back like into what? that where you know like DL four and fucking you know like DJ oh, you're talking about like oh four like yeah, like uh -huh. eighth grade eighth grade rap yeah, yeah fuck exactly that, yeah. But I mean, well, I, exactly. I get why people because and I was franchise looking at boy, are you listening to Dem franchise yeah, boys? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Totally, Young Jock. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Like oh, that. that was a hitter. That yeah, was dude. such a great. No, I love. I loved. Like, I had the first. I felt like the first guy in the Bay Area that had like the the Ti the first Ti rubber band man. Like, oh, album. Yeah, yeah. like oh. I was like, I remember telling people, I'm like, I saw it on MTV, and I was like, 
in the Bay Area, people were like not on him yet. And I was yeah. like, dude, this shit is sick as fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. you might see me in the streets, but you don't know me. Like, I used to love that song. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. No, you that's yeah. that's a great that's a great pocket of rap. But yeah. But I remember um like uh uh like Laffy Taffy. I remember I was just I was like bumping that song. That song came on, and then I was I was on the Mr. Chico page State. and then yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh uh and you know, and then that was that whole era, you know, when like every like ghost face was really butthurt that those guys were getting radio play, That's you know, like right. That's and, and right. Whole, and I remember thinking and, and we were kind of on that t- we were definitely had that phase of like the whole because we made beats and shit and we were into mm-hmm. the whole like, oh yeah, yeah. we were like the real hip hop. You know, we I think we fell for that psyop slightly for a little bit. Yeah, he gave but never a little bit. But never fully because we because again we were like we were we were vaccinated being from the bay dude you know like mm-hmm. growing up absolutely yeah vaccine boosted yep. yeah and there was just that time when new york lyricism was just really struggling and everyone knew it sucked everyone's like this you guys invented hip-hop but it's oh it was you bad know? it was, it and was it's bad. like there's totally rest on their laurels yeah like tony yeah the best rapper like in yeah, new york the team, yeah like, oh tony, my god this is yeah. horrible like what yeah. is this yeah and so i remember just being like that was my first thing of like Oh, okay, I actually just care more about good music than than lyricism. That being right. said, I do appreciate good lyricism. Um, and yeah, and I yeah, we've never been and we've never we've never been too cool for Kendrick. We had that whole our one of our most popular episodes is Gendrick Lamar. Gen- Gendrick <laughs> Lamar. It's still and, one uh, of I I think to uh, me yeah. like I think that might have been I, out of the solo episodes that that's possible that that could be the magnum opus on the free feed of course that's, like that, was uh, great. that, that, was that great. one in the sirens on the uh on the Substack feed would oh be yeah, two, yeah i would think would be the probably the two to like get to know us the most i think yeah. those yeah because my kendrick like lamar hot take was right but i also liked kendrick lamar exactly yeah, yeah it was mm-hmm. like i it's a talented mm-hmm. dude and it's like clearly clearly yeah. took it to another. he's different than like a fucking yg you know and like took it to another level mm-hmm. yg um, just was like mexican like he just yeah. became mexican exactly after a while. Yeah. Just like, all right yeah. like yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah that's that's my whole thing is that i just i um um and man when we do the mac dre episode i mean just the the the, the lyricism that that dude did no he's, he's incredible on another it's absolutely insane it's psychedelic it gets it, like kind of yeah. like it's it is this like crazy like i don't like i would i would i wouldn't be surprised if i listened to mac dre and like i yeah. heard like a song and then i realized nothing in my house was playing a song and I just like yeah. all of a sudden a message just came yeah. to me and I felt like I heard his discography. Like, like it's, yeah. it, it permeates like, and I, and I think it travels beyond the Bay. I, and well, yeah. that'll be our job to do it. So that will, we will do the Mac Dre mega episode. It is. Got too drunk, had T mini martinis, took a wrong turn. And now I'm in the boonies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so good. But no, you're, you're 1000. I'm sorry. Did you have anything? No, more? That was it. Yeah. That was no, it. no, I, I, I love rap. Rap was the first music that I ever, I, I liked classic rock a lot as a kid, but I, and I just kind of, but I relied on my parents' knowledge of it. They are yeah. encyclopedic encyclopedic on, on classic rock. Like yeah. they know everything about anything that happened from 68 to probably 85 as far as like rock goes like they they have con they have like these crazy books full of concert tickets and stuff like they they've seen everybody um by the way we're gonna go see daryl hall um and peter gabriel within like a calendar week uh yeah. so that not on the same show todd rundgren's opening up for daryl hall yeah. um that's gonna be lit um they charge an arm and a leg but i, th- I think it's, it's they're both in their 70s man we gotta go see them yeah. but uh um anyways w- with rap 
I'll answer, I'll answer his question and then I'll expand on that. Um, are we in a weird spot with rap? Yeah. I also think rap has reached its peak in a sense of like how retarded it can be hmm. in, in a sense that like yeah. there was a weird thing back in like the early 2010s, maybe mid 2010s where like the meme SoundCloud, like ironic cup of noodles, tracksuit guy, like, like uh, talking about like, you know, uh, playing PlayStation games, but they have like teardrop tattoos and stuff like just, just like that stuff kind of like ushered in a thing of like this irony. But like, I'm also like uh, all I rap about is like eating pussy all the time. And like, just these, this weird thing, like that stuff. I think there is like a, a dead end to that. I do think we're going to get back to some kind of, the production. I, I think is still going to stay very 808 heavy, which I don't think is a bad thing at all. I think that's going to, that I don't, I think it's, economically very tough to go back to sample based music right which yeah. i think a lot of people when they say real hip-hop they mean sample based yeah. lyrical miracle spiritual that's what they over over it that's kind of what people yeah. want when they i don't necessarily think we need to return to that there is enough of a back catalog to listen to all of that now yeah. i want some of those elements to return to rap because i don't like the fact that like people like lil uzi don't know who tupac is i am yeah. a boomer in that sense i think that's lame when you're like i don't know who that is or i never listened to him it's like you should so it's weird like, it's weird. It, it's yeah. weird. It's not a flex that you don't know who somebody is. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like people out on Twitter who brag about not listening to podcasts. Like it's annoying. Yeah. Like it's just okay, that's that, that's not a that's not a personality trait. I mean it is. It's a bad one actually. But yeah. like my thing is like like with, with that I I think that needs to happen. I think there needs to be like a more like looking at the genre as a history because it hasn't been around that long, really. Like it had, it, I mean, you're talking about 1977, but I would say that rap really started with rock him, like, like really started, like where you saw it, like, yeah, like, whoa, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there was like that whole silent movie era of like rap that was just like Sugar Hill Gang, like where nobody knew like what people actually wanted to hear lyrically in a song. Yeah. Um, talk, I, I think eventually that we, that there needs to be, there also needs to be less caring too. Like I, there needs to become a carefree rapper that's like, I, I people might argue that like the little Uzis and like all these type of guys are like carefree because they're just like not trying, but like there needs to be like those those Mac Dre type or like uh, I'm trying to think of who else where they, these people where it just sounds effortless and you can just like take their style and put it over any beat and have it still be them, but the beat is what makes them experimental. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the, yeah, the yeah. type like there needs to I don't think we have that right now. Um, and again, I haven't the last few years, I have not been paying attention to new rap, but I would argue that the this person, I understand where the heart is. I've never been the biggest J. Cole fan, but yeah. the the I just it, to me, I, I, I listen to it. It's talented. I recognize it as good, just objectively pretty good music, but it didn't it didn't touch my soul um, the way that I think it did a lot of people. Kendrick was very good. But I think we lost Kendrick. I don't that, that yeah. I don't think he's I don't think he's coming back. He's gotten like in Jordan into some like Jordan Peele dimension, you know, like like yeah. some weird Jordan Peele's like floating sky demon dimension right now. Uh, and I don't think he's there. Yeah. Nipsey Hussle to me was still the last like just brutal loss in rap. Young Dolph too. I think Young Dolph had a lot of Mac <laughs> Dre in him. Dolph was yeah. amazing. He's fucking but, hilarious. Uh, the album he's, Dumb and Dumber yeah. with him and Key Glock is uh, to me yeah. like. It was unbelievable. And it had yeah, the Mac Dre vibe, that. dumb and dumber. Like it had yeah. that like like Mac Dre Mac Mall kind of like yeah. cutthroat committee, just trading back and forth versus hard ass beats. Yeah. Just like, oh my God. Like 
Mac Dre would have gone hard on that feature. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the, the spirit. That's the problem is I, the spirit of the old rappers. I'm not hearing it right now. And yeah. it's even if they like subconsciously, like I don't hear Tupac anywhere in rap and I'm not, I, yeah. I'm not even Tupac is the goat kind of guy, but I don't yeah. hear Biggie in anybody right now. That's, yeah. that's mainstream and popular, right? You'll, yeah. you'll hear, I'm sure there's underground, you know, kind of like, like even those, I, I like those upstate New York guys, the, uh, what are their names? Um, uh, I know you're talking about, um, they're sick. Why, why can't I think of their names? Um, Conway's one of them, but Benny the Butcher. Yeah, that's, that's oh, what I'm yeah, yeah. Up. Those guys, they're tight, but mm-hmm. that's it's very like it's not the world's yeah. not going to listen to them. That's the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's they're going to have their own audience, and it's going to be like white guys nodding their heads in the audience to like kind of mafioso rap, which is which is great. But like, I don't hear the spirit in like mainstream rap of the old ones. Like, I feel like there's a bastardization of rap that yeah. happened, and that's what scares me. But Nipsey Hustle. Uh, was to me i think was like the guy who just got it completely he was a i like he, that he, he turned that he turned down the snoop dogg role too <laughs> I, yeah, I, that would have been stupid yeah that was funny been. like he literally wouldn't return dr dre's call he's like he was nah, smart as fuck man back. he was smart yeah. he was smart as fuck but knew how to be dumb on a song and then like yeah. just yeah just just i don't know he was champagne while yeah. i shop hope i splurge foolish you know yeah closing escrow twice this month that's commercial units yeah. amazing line. <laughs> yeah, like just amazing so um yeah and uh yeah just he, no he, he was unbelievable but like yeah i don't have high hopes for rap to come back but like obviously like it's gonna remain a genre for a while and it's pretty open like um it got oversaturated for a while with the soundcloud era i think we're still dealing with the leftovers of all that but like i think rap's gonna have to die a little bit for it to come back yeah I think it's gonna have to die a little bit. I think we'll let this like hyper pop, like weird shit happen, you know, like Charlie yeah. XCX kind of thing. No, no hate on that, but I think that's gonna have to take over for a little bit. And then I think there might be a an opposition to that style that then creates a good genre of rap or something. We'll see. Mm, yeah. We'll see. So, all right, uh, next one, man. People like when we go on the rap rants. Like it's weird. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why. Uh, this is a little two-parter from our friend Jay Holmey, who's going to be coming on the show uh, relatively soon, talking about some PKD. So I'm going to be really, uh, really excited uh, to, to have that going. But here's uh, here's her questions. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Cy. This is Jesse. Um, it's Jay Homie on Twitter and Discord. Okay, two-part question for your mailbag. Part one, the moon. I feel like you guys haven't talked about the moon in a while. You got to give the listeners what they want. Is it is it fake? Like, where are you guys at these days? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty conspiracy minded, but I like I can't get down with this blasphemy. Like, I I don't think we went there. I definitely All don't right. think we went there. But okay. tell me again, why why is the moon fake? Is it just dance? Here's where I get hung up. How do you explain women's menstrual cycles? Okay. Just I'm over here like rapping. Oh, I got takes on that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I'm telling you, dudes. Back in the day, I when I went off birth control, my body literally synced up with the fucking moon. Based. So if it's fake, I'm just questioning my whole reality. Is it is the moon a form of reproductive tech? Is it all Ruth? <laughs> I have so many questions. I love that take. First okay, off, part two, which is somewhat related. Uh, let's let's pause that we'll, let's go let's go let's answer that one first because i don't want to forget that was a very yeah. la- layered blooming onion layered question which i like 
There was the a moon, lot going on there. Yeah, we never said that. We we never said the moon yeah. was fake. First of all, I don't know. I think mm-hmm. now if she's accusing us of that, but we never said it was fake. It's installed, installed. right? Installed. It's installed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Joseph Farrell says parked, which I like too. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. Somebody just pulled up. Was like parked. right here. Just unhitch the trailer. You all trailer. <laughs> a little park. Beep. Yeah, that 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 term so much but um no uh kick it off to you the the moon guy i should say Uh, please yeah i think it's um i mean where i'm at now yeah the um uh we need we need like a drop we need like a like a dropbox folder of like just files like trill tv raw video file and then PDFs and sh- that people could just go down. Also on our Jendrick Lamar, I believe that was the first time we touched the moon subject, right? Or like the, the moon install. Cause I, I believe ha- that's why I love that episode so much. It was half the episode was me talking about Kendrick. People go to college to learn how to, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> half yeah. that. And then the yeah. other half was you talking about the moon being fake in a sense that it's not what we say, right? Yeah. It's, it's not what we're, what we're taught in the same way yeah. that Egypt, the pyramids aren't fake, but they're not a tomb. Right. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. In, a, in a sense, <laughs> like we have that, but, but please go on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, so my thing, yeah. I, not only is the moon real, but a huge part of my cosmology, I, I have tons of faith in the moon and what it represents, you know? So it's definitely, um, uh, and why I said we need a Dropbox is because, yeah, the PDF are impossible Earth and Moon by Fred Cameron or our impossible Moon and Earth. I mm. forget which one it is. Uh, I think it's just like 13, 14 pages or so. And it just goes through all the weird number uh, numerical anomalies between the Earth, the Moon and the Sun and also ratios found within the human body and biochemistry and weird constants in physics and mathematics and and biology and also like uh female reproductive cycles and gestation periods and um, menstrual cycles things like that um so it definitely is all connected um but again it's yeah it was it's probably parked there or something or it was just a uh uh an extra like a like a like a miracle from a God in the way that it was just completely created so perfectly to be in union with the earth. Um, we don't know if it's hollow or not. You know, the thing is that there's so many, there's no atmosphere and there's so many goddamn meteors that are hitting it all the time historically, but none of them are that deep. It's like, it's almost like a shell, you know, that you ever think about that, right? How it's like, mm-hmm. what is it? Like, why did all the meteors just like that shot, like a giant fucking meteor will hit. And then it just hits this impenetrable shell or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just, it, yeah, it just doesn't make sense for what it is. Um, and yeah, as far as did NASA go there, that's, that's definitely the, um, I don't hitch my wagon to any, I'm, I'm definitely totally 100% open to the idea that we faked at least the footage of going the to footage. the landing at the very least. Um, and it's totally possible that, um, that we didn't go at all. I'm I'm not opposed to that at all, but it, it when people get obsessed with that one idea yeah. that we we yeah. never went ever, it gets a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just from optics, but I don't know if that's just me being blue pilled or whatever. But for me, I just kind of no. It just says of, more about like, we can't go. We can't like we can't we we can't. It's like well, yeah. all right, like chill yeah. out. You know, like it just, I feel like yeah. they've ended the discussion right there, and it's yep. like no, 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 no. 
it's it's the George R. R. Martin mist fall thing where it's like, yeah, let let me let me get weird. Let me let yeah. me experiment. Let, let's let's add more nuance to this. Like, let's yeah. I, you might be right. I'm not going to rule out that we didn't go or sure. can't go or physically never put a space about. I'm fine with that. But it's like this idea that we never never and never and stop stop talking about yeah, it you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. i mean like that thing it's like no this is a yeah. fun thing to talk about yeah totally yeah and the um yeah exactly and uh and as far as art we know artemis is the female-led project at the moon it's not gonna work precisely because of when are they going are they gonna sink it yeah exactly yeah when maybe yeah, how come been going at the right time yeah what's the time man it could go it could go bad really so we have hot takes on that's a big part of our moon cosmology too mm-hmm. um but yeah the moon is just weird and the, the funny thing is it's so the moon is like ufos where it's like where it's like uh this stuff is so obvious and in such plain sight it's crazy that we're not talking about it all the time at least in scientific circles like all our right. scientists aren't it's because science is fake we know that and like mm-hmm. uh, we've, we've all the worst parts about science is what we have now and none of the cool shit um and but yeah, if we, if we had any real curiosity, we'd all be asking these questions all the time about the moon. Um, but yeah, it definitely affects life on Earth for sure. And I um, and there there seems to be some weird uh, uh, general gestalt of uh, weirdness and and paranormal psychic connections, human biology connections uh, to the moon for sure. What do you think? So yeah. I've said this before. I think I think. It- so I think we, if we did go, then we go often mm. and, and whatever, then we go often. Cause I don't imagine that we'd ever go to a place like that once. That sounds really stupid. That seems like the thing that can't happen is that we just went once and we're like, ah, it wasn't shit. Yeah. Kind of gay, you know, <laughs> like wasn't tight. Yeah. I hate to break it yeah. to you. There's nothing going on. Nah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Huge achievement, but nah, yeah. you know, like, like that, that's <laughs> weird to me that we don't, that we don't do that. Yeah. So if we did <laughs> If we did go, the footage is fake and something <laughs> crazy happened that the general public can't know about. Yeah. And we go often. We keep going back. We might be building bases on the moon and stuff. Alex Jones has the thing where Elon and Trump were talking about building like crazy things on the dark side of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think I don't know if that happened or not, but th- that, that conversation or not. It's Alex Jones. You got to kind of, you know. Yeah. Maybe he just was was hot. You know, he was on a hot, um, you know, Joe DiMaggio hit streak and yeah. just decided to kind of, you know, test it, you know, shoot from half court, you know. Yeah. Um, but with the menstrual cycle thing, the moon is absolutely real. It absolutely. Fa- I think the, I think women, you know, we we might there might be people that think that we are a little harsh on on women sometimes. Um, I think that women are foisted into roles or have roles foisted onto them that maybe don't exactly bring out their best qualities and i think one thing about them is i think they're way more sensitive to the paranormal and i think that whatever puts our universe together i think they're way more in touch with it than men are i just think Mm. i just think so i think men are kind of the yeoman Mm. of 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 what we do we we put our heads down and we work you know for the for the most part um uh, in that kind of stuff and i think women are in touch spiritually with all sides why their intuition's so great um you know they miss sometimes they they might disagree but they miss sometimes but a lot less than we do i think and mm. uh so I, I i think there's definitely something there now i will say if the moon is powerful enough from as far away as it is to power 
you know, to just alter menstrual cycles or sync them up with things. And, and if that's the thing controlling that, it's like, I have a hard time believing it's so easy to take a step on that object. Yeah. It can alter chemistry or even is, is the thing that actually creates women's chemistry that we then alter. Yeah. It's pretty tough for me to be like, yeah, there's a guy in the sixties that walked on it. That's yeah. it's it's very odd. I, I like yeah. I like I like what's unknown, for sure. To me, like I said, it's the George R. R. Martin Mistfall story where it's just like, I love what's underneath the mist. I don't necessarily want to know, yeah, what's under the mist. I love I love the the part where I'm at right now, where it's like the more answers I get, you know, maybe the less I know, the better, you know. And you know, it, it the more we learned about it, the, it would only cause more questions to erupt, kind of a thing. You know, it's one of those endless pits, yeah, kind of a thing. Because then, what if there's aliens there? Well, how long have they been there? Are they? Is it? Are we on prison planet? Are they gatekeeping? Are they keeping? So there's watch, a book I'm know? proposing for gain gain of fiction, and it's called uh, "Man, the Moon is a Hell" or something. I, it was just like it was it's this book about like a uh, moon prison. I'm gonna Google it because I have it. I just can't get to it right now. Um, 1966. It's pre moon landing. The moon is a harsh mistress by robert heinlein um i got a copy of it it's written in 1966 it won like an award and everything and it's about like a moon prison colony that's on there um which i think would be very fun for us to do it's a very short book um and i think i think it'd be really it'd be really fun and i just i love i love the idea of exploring i love the idea of exploring pre-1969 moon content yeah because i'm like that sounds more fun to me than like going there and be like just a big ass fucking rock dude yeah yeah it's fucking you know it's cool like big rock like 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 it, and we went and there's no need to go back yeah but give us a bunch of money yeah <laughs> yeah give us a bunch of money just in case we need to you know yeah <laughs> so and, and send women there yeah um that's a big thing so yeah i that let's get to part two of her question yeah her birthdays which is a uh, let's see hold on so if it's big buddy is it is the moon a form of reproductive tech? Is it mm. all a ruse? I have so many questions. Okay, part two, which is somewhat related. What are your birthdays? Which is a, a surreptitious way of asking what your astrology signs are. I really yeah. been playing into every crystal loving reishi millennial chick Excellent. stereotype. But do you know your sun signs? Do you know your rising signs? Moon signs? And actually now that I'm saying that the latter could actually help me to determine whether I think the moon is fake or not. So mm-hmm. let me know. Love the podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. Peace out. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Do you know, do you know your sun sign? I don't. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, <clears throat> I'm a Taurus born in late May, almost at the cutoff um, before Gemini, I guess it is, you know, uh, but I'm not quite on the cusp. Um, and yeah, I had my chart done when I was, yeah, when I lived upstate New York, uh, all the hippie friends, you know, we all had, we all had, you had to have that. There's always some, there's always some girl. I think, that wants I think to do Kelby helped chart. me out with that. I forgot, I forgot what I was, yeah. but yeah, I know but I'm a Libra, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I have an interesting chart in that I, um, I'm like, uh, cause I was, I never like felt, I was like, yeah, hey, I'm like, I'm a Taurus, but I'm, I don't really vibe with what it all says here on the thing and everything. And then I got my chart done and I was like, uh, 
for like my first six or seven, you know, sun, moon, and then all the first planets, it's just Taurus, Pisces, Taurus, Pisces, Taurus, Pisces, alternating all the way down. There's like no variance. It's just those two. And then it wow. starts to get into other shit. But I always, apparently that's really unique and that um, that's pretty, that doesn't always happen. And yeah, that, and when I, that makes sense to me. Uh, that made more sense to me for sure. And my aunt, who was one of my favorite people on earth, she was a, she was a Pisces uh to start so i think that was like a little connection between us you know mm -hmm. um so yeah nice. taurus pisces basically yeah may mm -hmm. okay yeah i i well, I, I know this somebody could find this out for me because I, I i i know kelby did some uh, reading on, on on me and i and i i don't remember i just don't remember like the sun and the moon sides i'm a libra october 15th um 11 56 p.m almost october 16th but um mm had to have been a reason right for for that for that and um then uh i know that my wife is an aquarius i think libra and aquarius get along well so that seems to that seems to track um and the yeah i don't know i don't know much about it I, i'd like to maybe when she comes on for pkd she could do some astrology stuff for us because i don't think we've talked mm -hmm. about it so be cool yeah, that that would be cool. But yeah, I, I was uh, I, I am a Libra. I don't. I, I know that everyone's like, oh, Libra. When they, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, all right, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I probably I probably fit in like a glove to all the things that are about Libras. But that, that's all right. Um, I don't doubt it. I just always was like, it just always seemed weird that astrology was like the one paranormal thing that was tolerated. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Totally. Like, it just felt weird to me that that was that 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 was the one thing. So I was always just like by that logic i kind of not like I, I didn't get bored by because that would that would imply that i got into it i'm sure it would be cool and i'm sure there's something yeah. i could reap from it that was really good but I, I was always just like well this is like allowed you know <laughs> like this is like yeah. it's in the paper in the you know whatever and and but but nothing else is real right like all that other yeah, you yeah, go anywhere yeah. that, it's, not, it's not real so very yeah. weird um very very strange so all right uh thank you that those were both great questions and mm -hmm. uh the next one coming up is going to be this is about california this he says this question's for me but it's for it's for both of us glenn howdy Sai. it's trevor from san francisco california and i've got a question for glenn uh so i love it here and i feel like people would have to pry me off the side of the road to get me out but right, california is a very frustrating place what kind of things would you like to see change that make it easier for you to stay in california uh, anyway, uh, have a good one, and I will catch y'all in the episode. Well, one, I'd love to have more than one prant. Uh, yeah. Two, uh, <laughs> that's the kind of a yeah. Substack joke that I put out, out there, uh, <laughs> but brought yeah. out to the mainstream. But yeah, uh, uh, two, rent. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's California wants to become this kind of like it's odd. You go to San Francisco, nothing's happening. It, nobody's out i was in jack london square in oakland on a saturday during lunchtime nothing happening like nobody yeah. was out there shout out scott seafood great restaurant you know yeah. and 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 but there was just nobody it was easy it was just like it was just like dead zone and i'm just like wondering like is, do, do people want california to be like fun again or yeah. is it like is it just going to become like a tech colony 
Yeah. And I, and I think that's what it is like a work from home. Like it, it is like very like great reset kind of like, like it was all that stuff in Australia and New Zealand. They were like, Hey, this shit slaps. Let's go implement it in California now. Cause that's like yeah. what, and, and, and like self-imposed too, of course, like it, yeah. nobody's saying you have to do this. You have to do that. We don't really have laws anymore post COVID of like, you have to stay inside. You can't do that. Everything's out there, but people just don't. Um, and it doesn't feel like California anymore. I mean, everything's really expensive. Not that it was ever cheap. California was never cheap. It was always in scale, still more expensive than yeah. other states. But um, you know, for me, I've I've always valued the the like diverse parts of California. How you could walk one street over and you'd be in like the straight up like you know, bum, bum, yeah. bum, 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 like low rider neighborhood, yeah. and then then all of a sudden you know you'd you'd go over and you you'd be in like this like hindu like neighborhood like i always thought that was really cool it felt like very video gamey and kind of kind of like yeah. thomas pinchiny like it was just really fun almost like a noir like a like a weird california noir story where you're just constantly like into different rooms of like crazy places and yeah. And I, and I, re- I've always valued that. I think that's given me a very good perspective on the world. Um, that being said, the state doesn't want me anymore. So mm-hmm. I would really want the state to like actually want my type to stay. Yeah. Um, which I think is a, is a rather native Californian, the type of guy that I am. Um, you know, I, obviously there's native Americans, there's, you know, all that type of stuff. But what I mean is like, there is like, I am a California type of guy. I think people that talk to me know that I'm from California. I've never lived anywhere else. And, I know that that my type isn't exactly what they want in the state anymore. So I would love for the state to actually enjoy my presence. That being said, I'm probably going to just I'm going somewhere Eastern, right? There's no more West you can go. So I'm going somewhere Eastern. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's, I'm not, it's not even my final resting place. I will never own property in the state, sadly. So um, it's just, it just won't happen. And uh, it's, I love it though. I, I when he said I would rather be pried off, I, you have to pry me off the side of the road. It's like it, it does feel that way. It does keep people here longer than they need to be here because it's like there's people that needed to move yesterday, and I, I might be one of them. And what yeah. I'm kind of like, it's so sick. Like it's so tight. Like yeah. all the right wing weird like panic over it. I'm like, oh, just come out here. It's fun. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, and people aren't as like it's way less insane. Yeah, like politically than like a Portland or for sure. Where right, like, and you've lived in where, both, so you know. Yeah, yeah, where people you go back to California, people are way more just normal and just chill, you know. And in, in general, they're just like they just want to vibe, you know. But um, but yeah, I don't know what's happening with it. It's it's weird for sure. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, especially the Bay Area, um, you know, Berkeley and San Fran and and uh and stuff i don't know you have to if you do it yeah you have to go you have to go down to like watsonville you have to go to like yeah, santa, Bar- santa, to barbara santa barbara is so beautiful still yeah. i though you're right you're absolutely there's plenty right. of room there's plenty of room yeah the main the main cities are just really they're definitely not the like chicago level like like insane like iraq like that that you you'll see from the the people off the off the you know 880 filming it and stuff like there's 10 cities it, it trust me it's not great but what i mean is like that's not that's not what scares me away from the yeah. state the thing that scares me from the state is it's just not fun like those cities yeah. aren't as fun anymore like i still enjoy going to san francisco we're gonna go soon like it's it's fun there's still a lot of fun things out there yeah. but the problem is, is that like you do, right. You got to go to those coastal fun towns, like the Watsonville's, the Salinas, 
my our trip to Salinas recently um, with my wife to go to the Steinbeck Museum. That was so fun. It was, yeah. and it just it, it just felt beautiful. Like nothing changed out there. It was yeah. it was great. They do a good job preserving it. And then like you know Santa Barbara is always great, beautiful like Jackie Treehorn Beach community out there, wonderful. And then there's there's just a lot of uh, like those state those are still great. San Diego's still phenomenal. You know there's still there's still a lot of really good stuff in California out there. Um, but uh, this guy said he was from San, Fr- San Francisco, and I, I that city has changed like yeah. big time. Oakland, o- Oakland is like <laughs> Oakland is like 28 days later, like uh, just one of those like something like swept over it, and just it's not the same anymore. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, there's some something happened there. I like I Seneca Scott will would be able to answer that better than I could, but like there's something happened there. Like where I I, yeah. I walk in there and I'm like. Not only is it's not like this war zone, but it's even creepier because like it's there's not even that. You're like, this is weird. There's just nothing happening. Yeah. And and it's just like, what are they waiting on? They yeah. kicked all the sports teams out. Yep. It's never gonna become the tech hub as far as like companies moving there to start their like tech industry out there. Yeah. Because it's just it's Oakland. SF has always been the, the premier option um it, it, within those two cities, right? Separated by a bridge. But Oakland is just like, what do they expect to have happen out here? Is that where the pods are going to be? And then the bugs will just, you know, be on the other side. San Francisco, all the server farms will just be, maybe Oakland will just be all server farms. Yeah. Like just this weird, like Philip K. Dick, like kind of like, like kind of like half-life, like Ubik, like server farms. Yeah. And then like SF will still have like the vestiges of a society kind of, you know, but still not really. I don't know. Yeah. Very odd, very odd. I, I, I wish I had more of an answer. Poolhouse does a really good job of talking about what he thinks is happening out there. Um, so I would check out Welcome to the Backlash. To um, he, he, he does a really good job of, of kind of taking away the political, you know, politic, like the weird, like political, like it's actually they're just letting people kill people. Like it's, it's like he takes away that kind of fear mongering and kind of looks at it holistically, which I, which I like. So um, I would definitely go check his stuff out there. Um, and uh let's see um next one up is <laughs> this is our last one uh this one is I, this guy's voice sounds really familiar and i think he has some questions about my appearance yo yo this is adam from queens i'm an elite bodybuilder i was curious what dose of estradiol glenn is taking that give has given him such a nice feminine structure to his face and giving him that nice fluffy hair. Um, also curious if when Glenn is fully a woman, if Cy is going to make her his wife. All right, guys, keep up the good work. That is a sub stack tier that you guys will need to really pay up for when that yeah. happens. Um, first of all, <laughs> if I was, it went, when I do transition marrying, I would never marry you. That's gay. Yeah. Um, and, and, I'm honored. Uh, I'm honored that I was, I'd be assumed to be the man in the situation. Yeah, Thank I know. You. Thank that's, you. That's me. That's you, the, Appreciate yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> Adam from Queens. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. Adam mm. from Queens. Mm. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Never. <laughs> Who could that be? It's so yeah. familiar and so distant, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so unfamiliar at the same time. Yeah. But what uh, was the no. compound that he said? Stradiol. Stradiol. Yeah. Which <laughs> that's hell yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I'm taking. First off, glendrogeny is a real thing. <laughs> um, uh, I'm a big David Bowie fan, so I, I, I yeah. look. If you, 
I do get weird. I've always had like, you know, my like weird like Mexican foreman that have like Dennis Cooper type desires for me. Like they'll they'll look at me and just like kind of be confused. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little bit. I don't think I look like a woman. Like when people see me, I don't I don't think I do, but I do have very fluffy hair. Um soft features in the face like i I, that's always been uh, a thing i've tried to get rid of but it doesn't appear that that's going to happen although with age that's a better thing as you as you get older it's better to have those softer features um with my hair i mean i guess adam from queens is actually like what's your hair routine i think it was buried within that bodybuilder toxic masculinity question that he was asking me Mm -hmm. uh but the um but the uh the hair is for one, it's genetics. My mom's hair is fantastic. My dad's hair is fantastic. My mom's dad is, in, is I think, just turned 80 or is in his late 70s or something. Still has a full head of hair with a perfect hairline. Um, just just come from, from good hair. Uh, I have very thick hair. Um, it grows very fast. Um, I also use Alifa. It's L-A-L-A-F-F-I-A. Coconut oil shampoo. It is like comes out like molasses, but it is wonderful. Um, and then I use their conditioner as well. So I, I use that stuff and I, that has definitely given my hair life. Um, and then I also have, uh, I use Osmia rose clay soap for the face. I, I don't know if that contributes to the feminine features or not, but it's okay. Like I said, glendrogeny, it's a thing. Um, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, Look, that's Adam Lair, of course. Everybody knows that. Um, and the next botch chatification video apparently sounds like it's going to be him raping me. So that that's that's what that's what it sounds like. It's going to be him raping me while reading like Nietzsche or something. And uh, because because that was uh, that, that's okay, man. You know, anything for content. I'm in I'm in Glenn mode. So it's <laughs> yeah. uh, um, everything is content at this point. But no, uh, um, I, dude, like. it's weird man like there 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 is like there is like this thing like with my hair like there are people that looked at me like really confused i don't know what it is like it's just like maybe it's just like girly hair or something like that but it's like they look at me very confused interesting yeah it's so just normal for for me yeah i don't know i just like i don't well how long is that that's that's what a year this yeah Oh, no, I, I, I've gotten it cut a couple times. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. this. My last haircut was probably six months ago. I mean, this is like past the collarbone a little bit. Like it's yeah. it's 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 pretty long, but I don't know. I think it just like it like I, I don't know. It just kind of like goes a little crazy and stuff like yeah. that. But it but it is what it is. But um, I'm glad people notice. I mean, that's that's cool. I, yeah. I just, dude, I just man, I don't know what I would do. I have a really poor head shape. So like if I was unfortunately one of those people that went bald in their twenties, which is a thing, yeah. I'd be fucked. My head is really large and very um Jimmy Neutron. Where people used to call me Jimmy Neutron in middle school. That's why I have long hair now. Cause when I had the short hair, oh, yeah. people used to call me that. Didn't didn't care for it too much. But uh yeah, it's crazy. So yeah. um yeah, thank thanks Adam from Queens. That was a yeah. wonderful, wonderful <laughs> question. Um yeah, uh and so I do love the idea that we had Adam Lair on for like, or I think it was just me had him on for like two hours. And yeah. like, you know, he was just like, what the fuck's up with that guy? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like he just like, like he just rips open a phone book or something, just rips it yeah. in half fucking guy's face. Um, Some about like New York city dudes too. You know, it's just like a different, you can't, you can't sneak that past them. You know, it's like, it's, no, you it's can't. more on the, 
I know. Yeah. I, maybe it's just for being in California. Like it's yeah, like whatever. Saying, you yeah. kind of just like you're just like a beach bummy looking guy. And I, I'll, be, I'll say this right now. I'm not even a big beach guy. Word. The yeah. beach itself, beach yeah. community, beach, beach adjacent. I love it. Yeah. Going on the beach. It's all right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. You probably like it more than I do. I do. Yeah. I think it's okay. The beach itself. Yeah. It's like Larry David. Larry David has the perfect beach take where he's like, I go here. I'm on the beach. Now what? Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, I've tried mm-hmm. to read on the beach. The fucking pages blow in the wind. In TV shows, the beach is never windy. It's fucking windy as hell every time I go there. Yeah. Yeah. A, a coffee shop by the beach with a book. Heaven. Yeah. Heaven. It's a good time. Heaven. Yeah. It's absolute good time. We're out of questions. Um, we don't have any more. I got to say, shout out Ryan the Lion. He lost his phone, had it stolen. I don't know. It seemed like a, an interesting situation. Um, Minnesota's finest. He says claims he has a good question, but could not. Uh, he he needed his voice heard. So yeah. he he had a good question for us. So shout Probably out to some him. Vikings, some Vikings take. Some yeah. Vi- what, it was one of those. I got a question, but it wasn't a question. It was just a fucking. Hey, I, yeah, I got a question. Uh, Justin Jefferson is going to be top of the league this year. Oh, no, thanks. Ryan's thanks, Ryan. Ryan's a self-hating Catholic like me, so he he would be like, actually, the the twins yeah, should be true. in the twins should be in triple A. Like that would be <laughs> hell yeah, that, yeah. Would, <laughs> that would be what Ryan would say. Agree. Not a question yeah. as well. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Minnesota and Oakland fans have a very. Uh, it's a weird like the yeah. self-hating is definitely sure. a, there's yeah. definitely a, a common frequency we vibrate upon uh, oh, together yeah. that's so um yeah, yeah Damn, that's I'm that, didn't get the Ryan one. That sucks. no no and his accent is just primo so mm-hmm. yeah it's uh it's it's so good and um yeah i don't have anything else thanks for the questions guys like i said go um check out our sub stack we do have a, a, a private feed on there there is gain of fiction on there but there's also fun episodes with just me inside just shooting the shit on there which i everybody seems to love and of course i love but you know it's just it you never know what what translates there and uh out next week i mean it's not coming out next week but we're going to be recording the fourth annual alpha beta index for nfl head coaches the third one with our friend marcus johnson but the fourth overall it was actually the favorite rc anniversary Mm -hmm. like out of all it was the second episode we ever did i think it was like (laughs) a second or third Yeah, and it's it's like this thing. People are gonna be like, "Why are you guys doing like a whole football thing?" It's like because yeah. it's the media company, idiot. Yeah, yeah. And that's idiot. why. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. It's because it's a media company. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not a podcast. We're Brian Eno. I'm not an artist. It's not yeah. a podcast. Yeah, exactly. That's the way I look at it. Um, rest in rest in peace, Robbie Robertson. Um, and uh, yeah, everybody, everybody have a safe week, and definitely have some really fun stuff. Uh, coming up on the side of the show. All right, see you guys later.